Hey there, Pearlside small group leaders. Welcome to another Pearlside Leadership Podcast where we help you prepare to lead your small groups. Uh, it's Pastor Billy here with Pastor Alfredo Canencia. How All you doing, right. Coach? Hey, how's it, Billy? And, uh, you know, we're bringing you another uh, podcast to help prepare us for small group this week. And I just want to say thank you for continuing to lead and serve our community, especially during this challenging time. And uh, continuing to love the people that God's placed uh, under your care in our small groups. And it's just so valuable. So again, thank you for all your sacrifice and your love and your leadership. Um, This week, you know, we're reflecting on, first of all, uh, Pastor Jim LaFoon gave the word this Sunday at all of our sites and services in a challenging, encouraging message. And uh, wanted us to discuss some practical things just as we continue to journey through uh, a season of crisis here in the state of Hawaii, you know, as the, you know, the numbers of, you know, those that have been confirmed to have been lost in the Lahaina fire uh, continues to increase. And as we see our community struggling in different ways through this crisis on Maui, but also beyond, um, because, you know, while we're all fixated on this one crisis, That's like, right. yes. all of us have different crises yeah. in our lives. I was just with, with someone recently who just had someone pass away uh, of, of cancer, you know, and yeah. just there's continual crises going on. And how is the church to respond to that? You know, how are we as Christians, as individual believers, to respond? And and one of the things Pastor Jim highlighted is that we're called to be a light, right? right? And just reminding us, we're called to be a light in these dark times and in every time to shine and to point to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so we have here in your discussion guide just three practical tips on how we can do this. And I think, you know, we've, we've mentioned these things in different moments, but just to highlight it again because of the, the moment that we're in, first of all, number one is to slow down and make time to be with people in crisis, right? Scripture says to rejoice with those who rejoice and to mourn with those who mourn. We need to slow down. And in our fast-paced, busy lives, right, Coach? We're going yes. from this thing to the other thing. It's so common for us to just pass on by people that are going through something. And, you know, when you slow down and you hear people's stories, you realize, oh, man, this is a moment I need to, to minister to. But if we're going so fast and we're right. just rushing and we're passing by people, we can miss opportunities to be a light in that moment. And so we need to slow down. We put here, don't underestimate the power of presence, empathetically listening, weeping with, and praying for people in crisis is so, so powerful. The second thing we see is acts of compassion that bring comfort and relief, demonstrate the love of God to others. You know, we can talk about the love of God all we want, but until we demonstrate it, people have no context for it. Like, what does that even mean? And as we've seen our community rally to love and serve those on Maui, those are tangible ways that we can show the love of God. But even in in the people in our lives, showing up you know, at a hospital to pray. That's showing love and compassion, right? Bringing over a meal, sitting down to listen and hear the story and to pray. Those are all different ways that we can show love and help point people to the gospel, which is the third thing, which is people's greatest need is the eternal hope that only comes through the gospel. At some point, we're going to have to open our mouths and share acts of compassion are powerful and necessary, yet they're insufficient. Only the gospel, the message of what Jesus did for us, can save us and give us eternal hope. And so uh, I'd love us to discuss these three things this week and how we can practically do them, you know, and uh, and put this into action because people need to see the light of God's love through you and I because we are the church and through our members. So how can we fire them up this week to do that? So as we reflect on the weekend sermon, the main thoughts and scriptures above, what is the Lord highlighting to you and why? Pastor Coach, want, want to start us off there? Yeah, you know, one of the things, like, number one, we have to slow down and make time with people in crisis, and we, we don't know what people are going through. Yeah. 
And a lot of times we might be having a business transaction or, you know, relationship with your family. And we never really ask the question, how are you really doing? Mm-hmm. And I was in a meeting recently where someone asked an executive, uh, how can we pray for you? Mm-hmm. And, we, you know, we think that he might just give a little short answer. But then he began to open up his life. That his, his uh, girlfriend at the time was murdered and, uh, wow. you know, from wow. homeless people. And, and so we got to pray and there was a tearful moment. And, mm. and I think sometimes in life we go so fast, yeah. we don't ever ask questions. And people are looking to process. And we as leaders, as Christians, have to be able to slow down. Yeah. And just just hit the pause button or maybe, you know, slow your roll and maybe just ask them, how are you doing? And, you know, sometimes they might not answer in the first one, but in the second question, how are you really doing? And you look them in the eye, you find that people want to process, mm. they want to open up. Wow, that's, that's so good, Coach. You know, I was just thinking as you said that, you know, we need to therefore create margin in our schedule yes. to slow down, yeah. right? I, I, our society, we kind of value being fast-paced, you know, right. busy, right? You know, and, and, and if we're not filling our schedule with activity, sometimes we feel guilty, like yes. I'm not being productive. But right, then we're right. taking away the margin where we could slow down and have yes. those conversations, yes, right? exactly. And uh, how many moments do we miss of people's crisis because yeah. we're just so busy going to one thing to the next? I heard, I heard, I was talking to a guy uh, just today, in fact, and, and he, was, he, he just mentioned, you know, something that happened last year. I was like, oh, what happened last year? Right. And he began to unpack. I was like, I had no idea you went through that. Like, I, you know, like, you see, you're not around, a stranger. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, but, right. but it's just in passing. And, and, and I could have just said, you know, sometimes you hear people allude to things and you go, okay, and you just want to move on. But right. I realized, I don't know that story. Tell me, what happened last year? Yeah, yeah. And it's, I felt bad. I'm like, man, how did I not hear this story before? Yes. <laughs> you know, and I think it's because I've been too fast-paced, too busy, yeah. not enough margin, you know, when I'm around this person. And so I realized, wow, we need to slow down. And to do that, are we? do we have enough margin in our lives to be... Slow yes. down for people. No, right? That's so true because when we're moving real fast, we get the job done, but we're very insensitive to what mm. people are going through. Yeah, on that. Well, and you know, I know for me, when I'm busy and I'm, my mind is on the next thing yes. and the next thing. <laughs> exactly. Honestly, I don't have the energy to hear a story right, and right, I don't right. want to know sometimes, yeah. right? Come on, be honest, right? Yeah, we all right, are like, right. I actually don't want to know what's going on because I don't have the time, right? And that's not good, you yeah. know? So I need to make. I'm I'm having small group with you all right now. I need to make more margin in my schedule yes. so that I can slow down for those moments. Now I agree because we pray, right? God give us a divine appointment, <laughs> and then God gives us a divine appointment. But we don't have the emotion. Yeah, I ain't got time for yeah, your divine yeah, appointment, yeah, God. Right yeah. now, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, God, I don't have time for your divine. Give it to appointment. someone else, yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, give me a divine appointment, but not really. I mean, so yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, slow down, right? And right. and how can we encourage the people in our groups to to slow down for people? Mm. Maybe not to slow down for Netflix or whatever, right, but right, right. hey, slow down your schedule so you can be present for people. I mean, that's what I think Jesus would want us to do. In fact, we see Jesus doing that, right? Right. So the second, you know, another thing I think that really stands out to me is, you know, right now in the state of Hawaii, there's a heightened awareness of acts of compassion, right? I mean, Pearlside, you guys have been so generous. We raised so much money for the relief on Maui. It is overwhelmingly awesome. And thank you all for rising up above and beyond the tithe to do that, you know? And, um, you know, so there's a heightened awareness for these acts of compassion, but it's insufficient, right? I mean, because at the end of the day, if it doesn't lead to the preaching of the gospel and eternal hope, right. you know, the food, the money that we gave will eventually run out, and then what, right? And and, and it's got to point to eternal hope in Jesus. And, and even just thinking, you know, how we serve our neighbors, we... We love on people. How can we now tie that right. to preaching the gospel and sharing our testimony or, or something? You know, Coach, you got any, any yeah, thoughts you know, on that? I, I think a lot of times, you know, you know, pro side, our church really 
have been really uh, responding in a very positive way. And, you know, we, with our life, we can bless people and, and we can give generously. But we have to be able to witness with the gospel through our lips. And at some point, we have to talk and, yep. and share with people. And not be afraid because sometimes the enemy puts thoughts in our mind like, oh, they're going to reject you. But I find that in crisis, people are most open yeah, right. to Christ. But we have to we have to share the gospel with them, and, and so I want to encourage you, leaders. I mean, even some people, maybe who used to be in your group, they're not in your group. Maybe they're going through this crisis that was happening in Lahaina, and they're related to it. Just talk to them and mm-hmm. really find out. Mm-hmm. And and then, but again, not be afraid to share the gospel with them. Yep. Yeah, no, that is right. We yeah. got to find those moments, look for those opportunities, right. and and that's again why we need to slow down. You know, thinking about looking at the second question, how can you apply the above principles to love and serve someone in a crisis? Explain. And, you know, really thinking about, you know, someone in your life right now. Maybe yeah. it's a coworker, a neighbor, a friend, a family member, a person up the street. You know, how right. can we apply some of these principles? You know, and I know for me, it is, it's going back to that slowing down thing. Because I'm one of those, I got one thing to the next thing. I mean, my schedule's typically pretty packed, <laughs> yes. and I'm not proud of that. You know, right. it's just, uh, it is what it is. But, it's a responsibility. To well, how can I slow down, you know, because I need to, I, I need to be present. So how right. do I do that? And so I'm even thinking about just, you know, you know creating a little bit more margin mm. um, and, and uh, looking for opportunities to, to talk with people and pray with people. Right. You know, for example, uh, you know, we had our, our small group last week, and a guy walked in who's, who's uh, just started coming to our group been kind of infrequent over the last few months and uh but as he walked in i just saw this look on his face like oh he's mm. going through something yeah yeah you know and so i just you know i slowed down you know there's, right. there's other guys that i could have been talking to and we had to get the meeting started and all you know um but i was just like hey man how's everything going like right, you know right. you, you all you, you're doing okay and he and he just paused for a moment maybe waiting to see how much i wanted to hear his answers yes. and he said you know and this is last week so he said you know last week wednesday I was on Maui. Mm. And I did the math in my head. That was the right. day after the fire started. Wow. And I knew already, okay, this guy is going to need to unpack and talk. So I, I grabbed a couple other guys that I knew would understand a high level of trauma, and we pulled a cluster on the side and oh, just let good. him unpack. Right. You know, I just let him unpack. And, and he was saying, man, I never shared this stuff with anybody. I don't know who, I didn't know who to talk to. And I was like, man, this is a safe place. Keep going. And he was apologizing. Right, right. I'm sorry for taking all the time. I was like, dude, no, this is a safe place. You got to get it out. And I just realized just how, you know, there's a lot of people around us that we might not realize are traumatized right. through either this event or another event. I was talking to another guy who yeah. who, was, who had some trauma from a person who had a heart attack right in front of him and he oh, had to do wow. CPR and resuscitate her. Yeah. And you, know, you just realize that there's, you know, we only look at these big crises, right. but there's little ones that happen every day. All, all around us. Yeah. traumatized In our us. small groups. That's right. Yeah, and if yeah. we don't slow down and make time yeah, and yeah, space yeah. for that. Right. They will, will never hear, and people just perform. Right, they'll never tell us, yes. and then they're quietly suffering. And I'm like, man, we could have been a blessing the whole time, you know. So for me, the big takeaway is, man, I really got to slow down and yeah. listen to people and right, make right, room for right. that. Yeah, I like that because in a small group, we kind of take it for granted that everyone is okay. Yeah, uh, there's a guy who was in my small group where he was really quiet. We walked in, he wasn't talking. Then finding out as we asked, you know, I took him on the side to talk to him. You know, he, his daughter. Uh, is being taken away from him. Oh. And I realized that's a crisis moment oh and to minister to him. Yeah. 
and uh, give him hope and encouragement. So at these times, just let's slow down and what yeah. Pastor Bailey said. And, th- and those in your group, let's make sure that they, they, they receive Christ. They've become born again. And then also, if they're going through crisis, slow down, listen to their stories. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. And let's really encourage our people to do that. And that's why this, this point is so important, I think, in the discussion, why I'm camping on the slow down thing. Because yes. we're so busy and we miss, we're around people right, all the time right. that are hurting and and we're too busy for them often, and we're missing opportunities. Um, so that's something we can apply. Um, and, and take take time. Have people think through how can how can they apply this right. to help the suffering people in our lives. And then lastly, number three, are you facing any challenges or crisis oh, in your yes, life right now? Yes, Explain. Yes. And let people have a moment to unpack if there are any. And then obviously the first prayer point is to to pray through that and to help people, uh, bless people with prayer. After that guy shared for quite quite a bunch of time, took up the time in the group, which is totally fine. You know, uh, you know the guys, also proud of the guys, no one tried to give him advice and be like, well, here's what you need to do. Bro. Right, right, you know? right. Just be it was just it. listening, yeah. listening, asking questions, letting him unpack, and then finally said, hey, can we just pray for you? you know? yes. And as we prayed, you could just see the Holy Spirit touch. And, and after it was all over, you could just see life return. You right, know, where right. before it was this blank kind of stoic lost stare you know yeah. uh, cold stare to to now life and you know and I, I think that's one of the best blessings we can give to people is prayer so let's make sure that we do that and not just in group but create space outside a group yes. in starbucks at work on campus uh to do that for people because there are people hurting whether right. or not they're directly connected to maui there are people that are hurting and we need to uh, find ways to be a blessing Amen. to them. And just a quick friendly reminder, uh, we have our small group leaders summit coming up on September the 9th. And uh, wanna, if you haven't signed up, this is for the main small group leaders uh, of the group, uh, the primary leader to, to sign up, register. Um, it's going to be an important time of, of, of growing together and leading forward to this next season. So make sure you sign up. We'll see you on September the 9th. Thank you very much. Amen. Well, thank you, church, again, for all that you do. Uh, Small group leaders, you guys are leading strong. And, uh, you know, we want to be a blessing to the people on Maui, to the people on Oahu, to every person, because everyone needs Jesus. And um, and so let's continue to do that. And let's encourage our people to be lights for the gospel everywhere they go. But we thank you all. We love you. Have a great small group. And we'll see you all this weekend and back in small group again. God bless you all. Have a great week. God bless you.